Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Taranique Show, a show where we talk about hair, love, faith, and business. I am your host, Taranique Pennerman. Welcome to episode four. Our topic today is embracing your natural texture. Here at The Taranique Show, we encourage self-love. And a part of self-love is self-acceptance. Accepting yourself, flaws and all. In fact, the Bible says that we were fearfully and wonderfully made. We were made in the image of God. And he knows every strand of hair that is on our head. When we were in our mother's womb, he knew us. And he knit us together in our mother's womb. And he set us apart. Every freckle, every mold, every strand of hair, every fingernail, every toenail, he knows and he designed. So if he designed us being the creator and everything that he does is good, who are we to say that it is bad? To judge our nose for being too big, our lips for being too thin, our airs for sticking out just too much, and our hair for being too kinky. Who are we? In today's society where we can go online and access the profiles of millions of people, millions of women and men who seem to have ripped abs, perfectly tanned skin, perfectly smooth skin, perfectly curled hair, the perfect outfit. I mean, and everything just seems to be perfect in their world, on the screen, on a phone, on a tablet, on a computer, everything about this person's profile just seems to be perfect. It is easy to compare our flaws with, like Stephen Furtick says, someone else's highlight reel. But the old saying is true, comparison is the thief of all joy. Comparing ourselves to others steals our joy because there is no one and there will never be anyone created just like you. You are unique and you were created in the image of God. You have God as a plan and a purpose for your life. You are not an accident. Even if your parents think that you were an accident, oh no, he was a mistake, she was a mistake. This was an oops baby. You were not an oops to God because God knew, you know, that he created you for a reason and he knew, he knew that you would be here. And your voice matters and you matter. If no one has told you that in a long time, I'm here to tell you that you matter to the world. No, no matter how you look, what size you are, what color your skin is, the texture of your hair, you know, the way your, your nose curls when you smile, you matter to the world. And you are good because God says that you are good. In the natural hair world, where a lot of us, you know, we grew up getting our hair relaxed and now that we're a bit, now that we've grown um, with age, we are embracing our natural hair texture. With that comes some insecurities. 
because if you have grown up with your hair being straight all of your life, and then now as an adult, you decided, hey, I don't want to use the chemicals. I'm tired of the relaxers. Relaxers are not good for my health. I want to make a change. And I, I want to make a change for the better. And I want to embrace how I naturally look. Of course, that comes with opposition. Opposition from yourself internally and opposition externally from those around you. Embracing your naturally curly hair takes time. It does. And, you know, you can look on YouTube, watch all the tutorials and see this girl style her hair perfectly and follow the exact same steps that she did. And your hair comes out nothing, nothing like how her hair came out. And that can be discouraging, right? But I want to encourage you to embrace your texture, embrace the journey, the journey of self-love and self-acceptance. On this natural hair journey, you may look at other women as hair inspiration. But it is good to understand and it's good to know that if just because her hair curls a certain way doesn't mean that your hair will curl that way. You have to accept your natural texture because genetics play a role in our hair and how it curls, how it kinks, and how it waves. And a lot of women would send us messages to, to our company and they'll send a picture and they'll say, can you, I want to use products to make my hair look like this lady. Well, the reality of it is, if you don't have her hair texture, you cannot look like this lady. If your hair is a type two, then it is gonna be very, very difficult to get your hair to look like a type four. And the same way, if your hair is a type four, it's gonna be hard to get your hair to look like a type two, unless you use chemicals, unless you use a relaxer to straighten or use heat to straighten, right? So it's very important that we embrace the texture that God has given us and we work with what we have. Experiment with products that will enhance your natural curl pattern. Use techniques like the twist method for twist outs. That's a great technique. For example, gels are great stylers to use for a twist out because the purpose of a gel is to mold and shape the hair to stay in a particular curl pattern. So when you twist your hair, and I'm talking about a two strand twist, the intertwining of the two strand twist with the gel will create a pattern that when you unravel the twist, you can see the definition of your coils, of your kinks, or even of your, your waves. So experiment with products that will enhance your natural hair texture. 
So the goal is to enhance what you have and not to aspire to have what somebody else, somebody else has. There are also other ways, natural ways of manipulating your hair to get a certain kind of look. For example, if you have um, kinky, coily hair and you want to get more of a three, a type three type looser curl look, you can always use flexi rods. You can find flexi rods on Amazon or you can find them at your local beauty supply stores. Flexi rods along with a hair foam or a hair mousse is a great option for loosening a tighter curl pattern because what the flexi rod does is it pulls the hair and it conforms the hair to the shape of the rod. So depending on the type of curl you want, you know, or the size of curl you want, you get the flexi rod to match that size. And I, I hope this is making sense to you guys. And you use a foam because foams are usually more lightweight. You can use a lot of foam without um, build up, without a lot of build up, and it will give you a soft, bouncy look with a flexi rod. So there are ways to make your curls appear bigger, make your curls appear more defined. And there are also ways if you get tired of wearing your hair naturally curly to straighten your hair a bit. And you can straighten your hair without heat or with heat. I recommend straightening your hair without heat. There are, um, there's a product called Curl Formers which you know you put the hair in and it wraps um, the hair around these the curl former and it pulls the hair a little bit more straighter so you have more of like a, a flat iron kind of curl look it's kind of almost like the modern day um, hair rollers so there are options out there if you you know you want to play with your texture a bit I encourage you to, to do that instead of aspiring to look like somebody else or damaging your hair by using a chemical relaxer. If you want to use a relaxer, that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but, you know, we advocate here at the Terranique Show to wear your hair in its natural state. So I would just encourage you to play with your texture and then even locking your hair is, a, is an option. Locking has become very popular over the past couple of years as more women go natural and they're like, I'm just not into changing up my style all the time and I don't want to wear a relaxer, let me just lock. So you can lock or you can do, do sister locks. The thing about our natural hair is that it's so versatile. You're able to do so much, so many different styles. You can do braids, cornrows, twists, bantu knots. Um, I mean, it's endless. It is absolutely endless what we can do. And then there are companies now who have who sell natural hair extensions. So you can be... <laughs> Like you can wear long natural hair extensions one day. You can do like long curly ponytails. 
So it's so many different options to just have fun um, while embracing the natural texture that you have been given. Let's take it a step further, not just talking about texture, but let's talk about, you know, appearance in general. So in the, the black community, I can only speak about the black community, community because I am a part of that community. There is a lot of colorism and I'm going to be very transparent and open um, with you guys today. I grew up in Abaco, Bahamas, which is the third largest island of the Bahamas. And I am a dark skin, a dark skin woman, obviously. Well, I mean, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can't see me, but I'm a dark skin woman. In the community that I grew up in, colorism was a big thing, right? So the lighter you are, the better, or the lighter you are, the more beautiful. And I always remember thinking to myself, and this was innate in me, I just remember thinking, I don't know what they're talking about because I'm beautiful. Even though I'm dark and, you know, people around me are saying that, oh, you're dark, you know, I used to get picked on, called names like Blackie um, or Tar Baby. <laughs> and I mean, it's not fun. It's, it's to me now, it's funny. <laughs> but then, I mean, it, it wasn't funny, right? I kind of like would roll my eyes at them when they said it. I should have been more like, I guess, affected. Most people would be traumatized, but I was like, I'm black. Yeah, I'm black where you're dumb. <laughs> um, I'm just saying dumb because I was young then. Right now I know that dumb is not uh, an acceptable term. I was meaning uh, dumb as in not smart. So in today's society, you gotta clear everything up. You can't just say whatever you wanna say. So, I would be like, yeah, I'm black, but I'm smart. And I just thought that people were idiots for saying that I, because I'm black, black as in dark skin, that means that I'm at a disadvantage. Like I never saw myself at a disadvantage, but I know that a lot of people that are my complexion, they saw themselves at a disadvantage because the society told them I mean, not even the black community, right? If we look at the world at, at large, in in India, the same thing happens where you have the Indians that are lighter, they think that they are better than, not all, let me just say, I'm not generalizing, I'm just saying, it is a known fact that, you know, lighter skin think that they are better than the darker skin across all countries, you know, and it's it's just it just baffles me, right? But that's going back to my experience. You know, I was bullied as a child. I had one girl tell me she was like, "Oh, I feel so sorry for you because you're so dark." <laughs> and I'm like, "What? Are you cr- are you insane?" Who even comes up with this stuff? And I mean, even as a teenager, 
I knew that something was wrong with this way of thinking. But, you know, not everyone had my upbringing or, you know, just had the, the strength that I exhibit because my mom would always tell me, like, you're so strong. And I'm like, okay, mom, whatever. I didn't understand what she was saying, but in, essentially she was saying that, you know, I was strong and confident and I was always confident in the way that I looked. And it wasn't something that somebody taught me because I don't rem ever remember people, anyone in my family or in my community telling me that, oh, you know, you're dark, but you're beautiful. Maybe it was God. God was telling me, you know, I was showing up in the world, yeah, in a society where my complexion was looked down on, I was showing up in the world with, listen, I'm here. Like, this is me. I'm dark, but I'm beautiful. I'm dark, but I'm smart. And that has been what has carried me, like, throughout my life. Like, in terms of being able to create a company like Curly Bell. Well, Curly Bell from scratch. Curly Bell was basically an idea that I had that I wrote down on paper. I still have a picture of my little poodle and, you know, the sketch that I had of the first Curly Bell bottle that I made in 2008. Like, this was an idea that this little black, dark skin, skinny girl from the islands of the Bahamas who liked to walk bare feet on the beach created. You know, I did not let what people said or what they thought about me stop me from accomplishing what I have accomplished thus far. And I'm not saying this to brag. I am saying this to encourage I am saying this to encourage people who have been told that you are not good enough, you are not smart enough, you are not beautiful enough, you are too dark, your thighs are too big, your stomach is too big, your nose is too big. I'm saying this to encourage you that you can do whatever you put your mind to and you don't have to listen to the people around you that are trying to tear you down. Because like we say in the Bahamas, dogs don't bark at parked cars. What that means is if you are on an upper trajectory or if you are moving towards something, the enemy is going to attack you by the people that are around you. And from my, from my was a child, I had people attacking me. I remember Growing up in Abaco, my, one of my mom's cousins told me, she said, you know, your mom was ashamed of you when she first had you. And I'm like, what the, what is she talking about? Not my mom. My mom loved me. My mom called me my daughter. She would refer to me as my daughter. She said that your mom was ashamed of you. And I'm like, what is she Okay. She said, when people would come to see you when you were first born, she would keep a sheet over your head because you were so dark. So, you know, I'm like upset. 
I'm like, how dare you hide me? I don't know. I was probably like 10 or 11. So I went to my mom and I said, mom, did you do that? And she said, she said, I didn't hide you because, you know, you were dark. I, I did that because they wanted to come and look at you and laugh because you were so dark skinned. And I'm like, who does that? I, let me tell you, for all those people who laughed at me because I was so dark skinned, look at me now. Just look at me now. And I'm not bragging. I am saying this all to say that do not let the voices of people whose mentality is lower than yours stop you from achieving your dreams. I am a girl, a little barefoot girl from the islands of Abaco who was able to come to the U.S., graduate with a master's, an MBA from Duke University, which is one of the top universities in the United States for business, and build a brand that is sold worldwide and at some of the top retailers in the United States. A girl who is teased, called Tar Baby, called Blackie. A girl who is teased for how she looked. But I was able to overcome all of those challenges and sit here today by the grace of God because it was God who was keeping me. It was God who was encouraging me. It was God who was silencing and blocking out the voices. Because had I listened to, oh, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, where would I have been today? So I wanna encourage you, embrace your natural. Embrace your natural skin. Do not put bleaching creams on your skin. Listen, that is a big thing in the Caribbean. I don't know if it is in the US, but it's a big thing that a lot of women, a lot of dark-skinned women, or even light-skinned women would use bleaching creams to make them themselves look lighter. And it's so bad because you would see like, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can't see it on the podcast, I have my hand up, your knuckles are, are darker than the rest of your hand. So when they would bleach, their knuckles would be dark, but their hands would be white. And I'm like, what type of self-hate is that? That you would take the bleaching cream and put it on your skin to make yourself look whiter. I'm sorry if I'm stepping on, you know, people's toes, but we really have to, to look at the psychology behind it. I am black, I am a black woman, I am as black as they come, and I believe that I am beautiful. And you have to believe in you that you are beautiful. You don't need anybody else to tell you that you are beautiful. The word says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Just go to the word. God is telling you that you are beautiful because he created you. So who are you to tamper with what God has created? I hope that this will encourage you. Whoever's listening, whoever feels insecure, whoever feels insignificant, if you feel like you, 
you know, you're just not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You're not thin enough. I am sick and tired. Seriously sick and tired of people feeling inferior because of some standard that was set by guys sitting in a, I don't know, in a high-rise mansion somewhere because they put these sets of women on the TV screen. They promote these women in music because they look a certain kind of way. And then our little girls are looking up to these women and thinking that is the standard of beauty. There is no standard of beauty. We are all beautiful. No matter how tall, short, slim, light, kinky, curly, we are all beautiful. Aspire to be a good person. Aspire to show up in the world and be kind to others because that's what true, true beauty really is. Being a good person, not this outward shell because beauty is fleeting. I mean, think about it. You have, you, you see how the body ages, right? You'll be a young girl and you'll be beautiful. Then you will, you know, age. God be with you if you age gracefully. But I'm saying all this to say that, yeah, you may have had a nice figure when you were 18 and now you're 45 and that figure has changed. Beauty is fleeting. What stands the test of time and what people remember when you are gone is that she had a good heart. He had a good heart. She was a good person. You think they're going to remember? Oh, she was light skin. Um, she had a small waist. Okay, yeah. People think about Marilyn Monroe. They'd be like, oh, Marilyn Monroe had a a nice body. Do you want to be known for someone who had a nice body? Or do you want to be known for someone who had a good heart? I mean, even Kanye said it in one of his songs. He said that the prettiest people do the ugliest things. Well, let me tell you, he was not lying. Because from my experience, <laughs> and I'm about to be real transparent, yeah, the nicest looking men do the ugliest things. And it is true. So beauty has nothing to do with, with how you look on the, the outside. It has everything to do with the inside. Do you have a beautiful heart? Do you have a beautiful mind? How are you showing up in the world to help other people and to love on other people and not tear other people down. I hope that this episode of The Tyrannique Show was encouraging to you. If you're struggling with insecurities, if you're struggling with, I'm not good enough, I can't do this because I don't look like her, I can't do this because, you know, I'm not ripped like him, I'm too short, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny. You are enough. You are good because God says that you are good. I hope that this episode encouraged you. Be encouraged. Thank you for tuning in.